you have just entered the Katie Ma podcast, keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to KB Mod. <laughs> wow. I don't even... Type in the document. Time out. Daniel, why did you start typing in the document? And anyway, put it in? Welcome to the excuse. Podcast. It's not an excuse. It was just that... Whoa, the, the type it in the document, cursor. throwing out the intro. Sorry, guys. It's going across the document. I'm like, what is he writing in there? Anyway, welcome to episode 38 of the KB Mod Podcast. Um, <laughs> that's all Dan's fault. I blame you for that one, Daniel. Wow. And uh, uh, yeah, we've got the usual crew here today. Um, we also have uh, Alex here today, which is exciting. Alex from uh, from Toronto. So yeah, let's go uh, real quick. Let's go down the list and see what everyone's uh, been up to here. What do uh, what do we got going on, Dan, for you this week? Um, I have uh, I've been doing a lot this week. We've been doing so much PAX coverage stuff. Been busy with that. Um, played some Payday the Heist yeah. with, with Nick. That's an awesome uh, game. Very yeah, it's pretty damn fun. We're only a couple a couple missions in, but <laughs> it's been fun so far. I uh, tried to play Nexus today, but I just sat at the matchmaking screen for about 20 minutes. So um, that's part of that, that's part of that game, though. So <laughs> that's a feature, it. yeah. Don't knock it. Um, <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, just play that in Blacklight this so week, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make as many layers for you to get to the game as possible. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's good. And some of you may have heard Alex talk, and it doesn't sound like the normal Alex. There was supposed to be a whole inside joke here. I'm just going to come clean with it. It didn't really uh, work out. So let's just really introduce good. our guest properly. <laughs> We've got uh, Alex Quick with us. He is um, he's developing and working on the title Depth that we have been extremely excited about here at KB Mod. It has sharks in it, bros. Do we have to say anything else about it? Like... We already just threw about, more money at the screen. Yeah, just throw yeah, money at us. It. Or, not at us, at Alex. <laughs> at us, man. <laughs> throw you want to throw money at us? And then we'll give it to Alex. How about that? You just send it to us first. Thanks for coming on, Alex. I appreciate it. And we're going to be talking with Alex, obviously, about um, some of his history with uh, working on some mods and also with this game. And how are things going with you today, man? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for, uh, for coming on. And uh, what, have, what have you been doing uh, this week besides uh, working on games? Do you get time to play games anymore, to, to unwind, uh, or are you just working hard on this title? Yeah, <laughs> occasionally. I play Bulletstorm a bit. Um, oh, ooh, that yeah, is a very fun game. That's about all I've been playing, but yeah, that's an awesome game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mostly just working on games. Um, been doing a bit of modding for Killing Floor. Oh, so. man. Yeah, you uh, you were one of the, I don't know, you were one of the creators of the, of the original mod, right? Uh, Killing Floor? Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of like the lead designer on the mod. Awesome. So, yeah, I've just yeah. been re- revisiting that a little bit and kind of uh, working on some new stuff. So, it's 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 a nice break from from all the shark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Whenever we need to have a bro out time, we're always like, all right, you guys, you want to play Killing Floor and Bond? And then we then we go and we play that game because man, it takes the teamwork. So, all right, that's awesome, man. Yeah, we'll be we'll be diving in a little bit more with some more questions as we go through. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for being on, and uh, let's let's jump over to Brandon. Uh, what have you been doing? Traps, Texas <laughs> tribes. I know Trots. we don't really need to ask, but actually, no, we do. Brandon, we well, played this weekend. To be so. fair, to be fair, yeah. yeah, we we did play. I did a bit of streaming this weekend. Yeah. Did some blacklight, uh, a little bit of Counter Strike Go, as you guys tried to get in the game and didn't successfully. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so I I spread that a little Got bit. The it, Nexus matchmaking. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a. Uh, 
It was nice to get some blacklight retribution with uh, quite a few guys. I think we had seemed like we had like eight or ten people in Ventrilo. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty much a full side, so. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, and uh, the the new hit detection and blacklight since the whatever the big patch when it released is um, I don't know. It always makes me. I, I comment on it every time because of how good it is. I can't get over how what a difference it's been. So that's sweet, and the and the hit sound too, which I don't know, Dan. You said yes. that. You said that certain people that made the game are as big of fans of that as some other people, but like Jared, I think. But no, he likes. Oh, he it. does. He I thought you said he did. It. it was a lot. There's actually a lot of people on Twitter and stuff complaining yeah. about it. I love the hit sound now because you can't adjust the volume of it minus the main volume. So, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The blacklight's blacklight's been fun. What about uh? Yeah. What about you? Oh, sorry, Brandon. I didn't know if you had anything else. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that the hit detection was working nicely, getting those headshots on you and Bob. It was good. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> happens all the time. No, I don't remember, actually. Were you drinking? Were you beveraging? No, I, I wasn't beveraging, no, but um, I just don't remember. I don't want to get into it. But uh, <laughs> Nick Fenton, what have you been up to? Um, uh, I, I have been playing Torchlight. Because uh, you have, like, crazy. yeah, uh, I've I've never actually played like seriously a, a like a game like Diablo. I don't know what you would call a game like like a, a dungeon, dungeon crawler. crawler. Dungeon, dungeon crawler. Crawl. Yeah, I've never seriously gotten into one, and then I just played Torchlight, and I was like, oh god, this is bad because Diablo three is coming up, and I can't stop playing it because it's amazing. So that's about it. I think that's all I've really played in the past week. So, yeah, I would never peg you, Nick Fenton, for a dungeon crawler, bro, but apparently. Plus, you it's are. a single player game only, Torchlight, so you really got to be dedicated to call. Nick Fenton is kind of a shut in, though, so I can see that. He doesn't <laughs> you know really what? Out or I'm about to quit this podcast, right? <laughs> Dude, come on. You, we haven't gotten into Twitter questions where John tells you to die, so just relax, okay? We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, man. Uh, what about you, John? What have you been up to this week? TF2, lots and lots of the TF2. I saw that you haven't lost your scout skills. Watch that video. I'm Sweet. the fucking best scout that's ever played that game. <laughs> best scout NA. This yeah. delicious UI you have too. It's fucking pretty, swell, yeah. Pretty sexy, yeah. What is that UI? What's it called? I don't, I don't even know. Mm. I'm just gonna say <laughs> that I, I made it. Nobody else has ever seen it, so I made it. Nice. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well. <sighs> Let's uh, let's get into uh, talking to you a little bit, Alex. About I mean, obviously we've we've talked about how excited we are here. Uh, we've talked about it, I guess, on two or three podcasts already since we kind of got the news um, or got first wind of, of this game even being in development. And the way that um, Dan described it to me, or just, I think mm. we were on a Skype call, weren't we, Dan? And you were like, okay, yeah, it was um, that night. It was the night that yeah. you guys, Alex, you were on the uh, Destructoid stream. All right. Yeah, and they were actually playing. Uh, playing the game and it was just like oh my god i have to have this <laughs> cool yeah i hadn't seen any gameplay and dan described it to me and like by the end of it nick were you in that call too or had you seen it i don't remember um, i think it was, it was someone it was someone else with us and like by the end of it we're like okay i don't need to hear anymore i hear sharks the people that worked on killing floor and treasure and like you can be the shark and sharks <laughs> and, and sharks and sharks and sharks and yeah sharks. <laughs> you know, like that's it um so I was wondering if maybe you would tell us a little bit, um, obviously give a little background. I think a lot of our listeners will kind of know um, already because we've, we've covered it some on the site. But maybe you could give us a little background on kind of how it even even got started. And maybe if you want to start from your background of, of working on mods and stuff like that and kind of what your experience has been in the whole gaming industry. 
Okay, wow, that's that's like a bunch of questions. I'll put together. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Whatever ones you want out of there, and then we um, can cash. So how'd you get started? We'll go with that. All right. Let's, yeah, that's a little easier. Um, <laughs> uh, mostly, mostly making uh, just little mods. Like uh, I made a few mods for Warcraft, uh, Warcraft Reign of Chaos. Um, just like reskin some player models and stuff like that. Um, also Deus Ex. I worked on a, a mod called the High Definition Texture Project. It's the original uh, Deus Ex. Yeah, the original one. The best the... game ever made. Yeah, I love totally. this man. I love this man. <laughs> Oh, John's going to get real cozy up. You want to go do karate in the garage? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, shut down. Uh, that, that's pretty much... And, and I also worked on some stuff for, um, for UT, Unreal Tournament. Uh, UT99 and UT 2K4. Uh, and then that I kind of launched into Killing 4 on UT 2K4. So, yeah. Did you always have an interest in, like, were you just, did you have an affinity for, for tinkering with stuff? And, like, how did you even get into the to the modding sphere and stuff like that? Was that just something you did um, from a young age? or? Yeah, just playing games, I guess. Like, you play enough games, you kind of want to start tinkering with them and, and making them your own and changing stuff. So, uh, it's kind of a, yeah, one thing led to another. Gotcha. And then, and then you got involved, obviously, you talked about um, the Killing Floor mod and... Was that um, so? Was that an idea that you and other people had, or were you kind of brought in at a different point? Like it was already kind of, I mean, like they had an idea for the game, and then they they brought you in to be like a lead designer, or how did uh, that, that work? Not, not a lead designer. Actually, it was a initially it was a mod for Battlefield Vietnam, uh, okay. Battlefield 1942, and then Vietnam. But uh, I I joined as an artist, and uh, it was just some. It was like a tribute mod for 28 Days Later. Um, I think, okay. and we were trying to trying to make like a like a you know you could play as an infected dude or you could play as like a survivor basically, and uh, it it didn't really pan out because the tools for Battlefield are really shitty, um, or they were at the time. So we you know basically it was you know an amateur team wasn't really going anywhere. So um, I just decided to use uh, Unreal Tech and and kind of do my own thing with it, and because uh, I had the experience from working with uh, Deus Ex, so that. That's pretty much how Killing Four got started on on UT. That's awesome. And were you were you surprised? I mean, I know Killing Floor, at least in the in the hardcore PC community, has a really big following because um, it's such a well made game. Were you guys um, surprised at kind of the reception it got, or did it take some time to kind of start? Because like for, now, I feel like a lot of people know about it so. for the mo- for the mod or for the retail release. For, for the retail, oh, I guess for the mod even too, because obviously it kind of got grassroots yeah. support, and then you guys did the retail, but. Yeah, they're they're um, pretty different things. I mean, the, the you know the retail release was uh, a lot of work was done on it by Tripwire Interactive, mm-hmm. um, and I work with them. But you know, there a lot of their content went in there and a lot of their ideas. So that's a you know that's a, that's pretty much uh, as much their game um, as mine. Gotcha. Yeah, as, as you guys worked on the mod before that kind of got picked up. Yeah, I gotcha. That's cool. That's awesome. So so yeah. So as far as like depth goes, so how um, how big of a team? Is, is actually working on this game? Uh, pretty small. Uh, we got yeah. like, you know, maybe eight guys, um, you know, part-time uh, working on working on stuff, uh, a few artists. Uh, we had a programmer. I'm now our only programmer. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's a really yeah. small team. Um, and, yeah, just trying to make sharks eat things, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that is a noble cause. I mean, it's it's harder than it sounds, man. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Um, so, so what was the, uh, what was the, can you give me the inception of the idea for, 
for, for this game? Like, was it just something that, I mean, obviously I hear it and we're all like, it makes sense. Sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. But what was, uh, what was like the catalyst for you guys being like, all right, let's actually do this thing and, and, and get working on it. I, I think I'm, I'm just really scared of sharks. <laughs> yeah. And that, I, I'm like anytime I'm swimming in open water or like a lake even, and I know sharks don't like swim in lakes, so it doesn't make any sense. But, uh, I just think about sharks all the time. I am the exact same way. I should probably, I'm going to admit, cause like even in a lake, yep. It's like, nope, that is scary things down there. And I don't want to <laughs> look down there ever. Yeah. You down the road too. When you almost hit turkeys, then you're always scared of sharks. You know what? A lot of control. I had a third attack this week, so I don't, I'm, it's too soon to talk about that. Yeah. Sorry, let me cut you off, Alex. But yeah, so. You could take any shark in hand to hand combat? You could. Really? Absolutely, yeah. Well, I don't think it would be hand to hand combat because sharks don't have hands. It'd be like mouth to hand combat, I think. Yeah. Flip her hand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, how how far along right now is the actual. um, I mean, you obviously. We saw some of the some of the tech of it and stuff like that, and obviously on the Destructoid, they were playing a build of it. I guess was it an, is it an alpha build that they were playing? It was, it? yeah, it's okay. an alpha. So we we definitely have a lot more work to to do on the game before it's ready, but uh, you know it's it's coming together. That's cool. And so this is obviously you said between eight people or so, like a part time thing. How much time do you spend like on in a week working on it? Probably just depends on what your schedule is. I'm guessing, right? Like what yeah, you can do. it's it's pretty much full time. Like I don't, oh, okay. I don't really have a life or anything, so I just pretty much <laughs> at any time that isn't devoted to sleeping or eating is is video game development of some kind. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so are there any? Um, so we saw a bunch of stuff in the video, but is there any any tidbits or things you can give us that that weren't uh, tipped off in the video that we uh, that you guys are implementing or that you're changing from hmm. uh, what we saw? Um. No pressure, just you know, just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, nothing springs to mind. Okay. But, um, if you, I mean, what kind of what kind of stuff would you be? Oh, I don't of? know. I mean, I, just alone, the concept, like we said, is exciting. But um, I mean, obviously, the ability to play as the shark is awesome. So, is there going to be like are there going to be like special like finishing moves or anything with that? And like, how does that like? I guess my question is: so, what, if you're if you're a shark and someone's swimming, like, and you bite them, like, how quick is that? Is that like an instant kill? I mean, I'm sure a lot of this stuff is being tweaked, but just kind of the mechanics of how that works, I would be interested in. Okay, so basically just the the shark attack. Yeah, combat. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sharks once again, just sharks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it's not an instant kill uh, unless okay. you play as the great white shark. Um, he has he has this ability where he can actually just tear a guy in half like immediately. Oh, god. oh my um, god! That's go ahead and take my money now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have this. We have a currency in the game called Frenzy, and the more you attack divers or seals, because um, you can actually eat those too, uh, the more you build up your frenzy. And if you, if the frenzy gets to a certain level, the great white shark can just grab something and then immediately just tear it in half. Um, but that's that. He's the only shark who can do that. Um, gotcha. For for a typical shark, you you grab onto a guy either by his arms or by his legs, and you shake him around. And if you shake him around enough, uh, whatever you grabbed onto gets torn torn off. So we have like a, a dismemberment Ooh. system, oh um, and you God. can you can take off a guy's like legs, uh, you know, both of his arms, and he's still alive. Like it's you know you don't die immediately, so you can kind of like make a a gimpy attempt to to. <laughs> To, to win yeah. the game without any legs. 
I remember watching on the stream when, as soon as you guys told the uh, destructor guys, yeah, just shit. I, I believe it was you shake your mouse around once you have a hold of them. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it moves the head. Yes, it's not like you know, not like a connect or something, but yeah, it's a little bit of motion control there, which is just awesome. Um, <laughs> if, if you <laughs> played the game um, Jaws Unleashed, um, it, it's this. I'm not even. I, I played it on PC. I don't know if it was on consoles as well, but it's it's a similar system to that. So you. Yeah, you basically, we call it thrashing. You, you sort of like, you know, do these motions with your mouse, and the wider the motion, the more damage you do to, to what you're biting. That's yeah, and I seem to remember you have the Great White, so that's like kind of the tank kind of shark, the big, Yeah. obviously the only one with an instant kill as well. But um, And there's also a, a Mako, I believe. Yeah. And, and um, what, was, what was the third? A tiger? Yeah, a Tiger Shark. Yeah. So what uh what what kind of abilities do they have? So is there only going to be three, or are you looking to add more? Just three for the moment. Um, okay. I mean, there's a, a lot of other types of sharks we could add, so that you know, not right. ruling that out, but just <laughs> just three for for the first release. Um, the tiger shark can camouflage himself, so he can kind of blend in with the environment and and launch sneak attacks on dudes, and um, yeah, he's he's a pretty scary type type of shark. Um, the Mako has these little remoras that kind of cling to him, and uh, he can send them out after divers, and they like swarm the divers uh, and take little bites out of them, and then return to him. Um, so yeah, that's that's the abilities for the other two sharks. So so as someone making a shark-based game who has admitted that they are scared of sharks, have you done research and become more scared of them as you realize <laughs> how who they are? Yes. <laughs> um, Actually, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to go diving with sharks uh, pretty soon um, wow. in Australia. Wow! Yeah, that that's going to be my 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 real research there. Um, so hopefully that pans out. So you want to make sure that the animations of getting a leg ripped off are correct. <laughs> you yourself not myself. Sure not myself. <laughs> I mean, one of the Lego diving. <laughs> Alex, don't you dare go over to Australia and die, and this game doesn't get released. I will be so upset. <laughs> uh, and of course we lost you, but this game is never. Good. <laughs> wow, that's that's awesome. Um, so we kind of we talked about this a little bit, but how how far along? Um, obviously, it was in an alpha build that they were playing, but how far along would you say the game is? Is there any kind of um, ideas for a beta or a release date or anything like that yet, or is it still too early to uh, tell? Unfortunately, I think it's probably too early. To, I mean, I could give you some some dates or some stuff, but it'd be it'd be super inaccurate and. You know, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, as far as one thing, I have wondered, and I haven't really seen or heard anywhere. I didn't get to catch the entire uh, Destructoid stream, but I caught a lot of it. But um, uh, is the whole treasure system? So, is is it going to work? Kind of. I know it's going to be multiplayer, but is there going to be not single player, but maybe a co-op campaign type thing, or is the treasure always going to be kind of a goal to end the end the match, or something like that? Um, in in our our current game mode, um, it it's the way the divers. I mean, the divers have two ways of winning. One is to actually kill all the sharks, and the other is to to grab all the loot or enough of the loot to to you know retire in wealth. Um, but basically, the loot is the easier option of the two. I was gonna um, say that's basically the only option. You can't kill all the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we've had matches where you know if, if a bunch of guys pick Mako Shark, he's kind of the weakest of them. So that that gives you some kind of fighting chance. The divers do have uh, weapons. They have a spear gun. Um, 
uh, neck gun and some you know some some things like that so they can actually put up a fight but they're they're definitely overpowered by sharks in most cases <laughs> so and yeah as you as you were just saying with the um there's different so there's different classes of divers um I believe there's is it three types of divers as well uh yep three types of divers and three types of sharks yeah, so the divers were, as I recall, yeah, we've got watcher, hunter, and seeker. And um, so what exactly is each role? Okay. Well, the seeker is kind of like the, the treasure recovery class. Um, she's basically the fastest swimmer, um, and she can hide from sharks that find her with a, an, an ink bomb. It's like, a, it, it's like a grenade, basically, or like a oh flashback. And it releases so octopus awesome. ink, so she can kind of like you know escape from sharks that are after her. Um, and she also has a like an underwater jetpack, um, so she can you know that helps her you know get the treasure and then get the hell out of there. Um, and then there's the hunter, and he's kind of like the he's kind of like the uh, the diver's version of the the great white. He's like the strongest one. Um, he's got a spear gun, a net gun, and uh, like a little pistol. And so he's kind of like a, a good a good class to pick if you want to, you know, keep the great whites off you. And then there's the watcher. And in the past, he's been kind of like a, like a support class, like giving information to his teammates. Um, he has a weapon that can actually tag sharks. It's like a, it's kind of like a battlefield. If you identify where an enemy is, there's like a little icon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a bit like that. Yeah. Basically, he shoots this like little dart at the shark and it attaches to the shark's fin. And then everyone can kind of see on his team where the where the shark's at. Okay, very cool. So it's going to require some some teamwork, definitely. Yeah. To get through. Okay, well that's good. Um, and I did see um, I forget whether it was two or three maps you had running during that stream, but there was one that was kind of like it looked like it was kind of like a test map where it was just all the sharks and divers in a tank. Yeah. Uh, or in a pool. Yeah. Um. Is is that just for testing, or is that one going to make it to a to a release? Is just a total? oh yeah, that's a total yeah, that's professional standard that map. No, it, that, that's our debug map. We we just mess okay. around on it when we want to make sure the code's working. Um, it, you totally put that in. <laughs> just it's got like a checkerboard texture, like the default uh, UDK texture. Um, it, it's it's a good map actually for just kind of like messing around. I mean, the ocean. Yeah, a lot of our maps are are huge. You know. The ocean's kind of a big place, so it's 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 handy to have a map that's like a little box you can just jump in the water and you know eat stuff. That brings up a good question too. You're talking about obviously the ocean being giant. Like what what is it? What, are the, what is the largest map out of all of these? And like um, how does that? Because obviously the sharks should move at a pretty good pretty good rate. I'm assuming. Yeah. I've seen some of that stuff. So is that like a challenge in developing like not making it too big? Um, so that's overwhelming. And then, like, what is the largest map you guys have actually right now? Um, I think it's probably Fractured. Um, I don't know if it was shown in the uh, the stream we did with Destructoid, but it's basically a, a container ship that got split in half. And so you're you're kind of like you're you're moving down the sh- down the ship, and it's it's a bit like the Titanic almost. It's like broken in two pieces, and you can kind of wow. go inside of it and stuff. It it's it's a huge ship and uh, it's pretty creepy too. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> With sharks after you. Yeah, yeah. 
Because every horror movie that has to do with the ocean, right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it, the sharks can move pretty fast. Like they could cover that map uh, from end to end. Uh, the Mako could anyway, in, in about you know fifteen seconds, ten seconds, kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, so the divers, I mean, the divers would take them like you know a minute or two to get from one end to the other. Cool. Wow. Um, so as so we go along with the maps, actually, is there, uh, I see, you know, you have the theft game type. Is there gonna, any other game types you've been thinking about or ways to just straight up deathmatch even or? Um, uh, yeah, for sure. We, I mean, the, the slaughter uh, map that you guys saw in the, in the Destructoid stream is, yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. And I'd love to, to do a mode that's like focused on just combat. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we, we have other elements like the treasure and we have a stealth component to the game as well. But the shark, you know, just the combat system is really fun. So I think it'd be cool to have a mode that was that was only, only that. Um, okay. Yeah. Very cool. And we've we've also been thinking about like a an offline component, maybe like a you know, um, basically against shark AIs, where you're just trying to grab as much loot as you can, and you know, survive bots basically. <laughs> so Very see how cool. that pans out. Sweet. Wow. Yeah, and then it brings me to the question now. Um, do you guys know, is it going to be available on Steam? Or do you guys know what kind of you're publishing, how, how you're going to go about doing that right now yet, or is it still too early? Um, I, th- I think, you know, Steam would be a, uh, you know, that's kind of our goal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's basically the platform for, you know, PC at the moment uh, if, you're, if you're, you know, releasing digitally. So, um, yeah. That that'd be our our main goal, I'd say. Yeah, awesome. Very cool. Um, and I wanted to also ask you on besides you know obviously you're working on depth, but you said you still you still do modding, and we uh we as a podcast and as a website and also as just PC gamers, um, modding is like a huge thing for the PC. It's 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 a lot of what keeps it going, especially with the recent stuff with like uh, with Skyrim integrating with Steamworks and uh, all that, and just tons of neat stuff coming out for these games. Um, so like, what what uh, what kind of stuff are you doing with uh, Killing Floor, maybe, or um, how do you see the what the importance of modding is? Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm actually working on a um, like a story mode for Killing Floor. It's 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 kind of a, a new game mode that that focuses on you know plot and like you know maybe if someone wants to make a map where like where do the where do the specimens come from or like what's the history of the specimens or something they could they mm-hmm. could do that maybe um, there there have been actually a lot of community maps that are focused around you know story th- their own story mode but there's never been any kind of like official support for story mode so it's I mean there, there's some really awesome maps that are out there right now but they just don't have like the kind of support they need, I think, to really push them. So my goal is to to kind of make a you know this new mode that could actually improve on those maps and give people more options. Very cool. Yeah, I've always wondered what where they did uh, come from. If there was any backstory, I never looked at. It. I just went and killed zombies instead. <laughs> um, but you and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'd be very cool. What do you think? Because um, I know sometimes. I mean, not that I've really ever heard like a horror story or something, but what do you think of what Trip uh, Twip, <laughs> Tripwire did with uh, did with the mod and turning it into the full retail release? Yeah, I mean, they just they you know there was a lot of rough edges when it was a mod, um, mostly visual stuff. Like, 
Um, it, you know, basically at the time, it was just amateurs kind of doing it in, in their spare time. So, you know, the, the art was kind of not the best. And um, they, they just took the, took the art and just made it really, really crisp and, and awesome. So, um, and, and they refined some of the gameplay mechanics too, stuff that, that um, wasn't the most fun. Um, like, for example, the trader. Um, back in the mod days, it was just one trader, and you could you could pretty much camp that trader spot the entire match and never have to move anywhere. Um, so what they did is they added like a like a randomized trader system, um, yeah, yeah. and that was you know that was all their their idea. Very cool, very cool. So I would say I would take it you haven't been disappointed with really anything they've done with it then. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, so. I'm looking here at some of our Twitter questions from you. Yeah, we got a couple different ones here. Um, uh, this one is probably super ridiculously early, <laughs> given how busy you are. But uh, Crazy Shang is asking, uh, what games are you working uh, working on after depth, or do you have any ideas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, <laughs> No idea. <laughs> I, mean, I was gonna say it's probably yeah between depth and killing floor. I'm I'm pretty uh, you know pretty <laughs> busy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one is uh, from the Venetian fourteen, and we kind of delved into this a little bit uh, on some of the depth questions. But what were um, what were some of the challenges of designing a game like depth? And I, and I would think these would, he didn't really, uh, he didn't really elaborate beyond characters and classes, but as far as, you know, first of all, making sharks do things and then also, uh, underwater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That kind of thing. I don't, well, obviously we haven't played it, but is there any, in in a lot of games when you go swimming, (laughs) it's like going through mud rather than water. Yeah. Uh, So was it, uh, was there anything special you had to do to kind of make it feel like you're underwater or um yeah i mean i i think i know what you're getting at like a lot of underwater sequences and in, in first person shooters are just horrible um yeah like really they're they're kind of like the low point of the game um and that's been a, that's been an uphill fight for us because like you know it you're moving a lot slower when you're in water right so you don't get that kind of like that sense of like momentum always um, yeah. But what, one of the ways we've been, been kind of, uh, you know, working around that is that we have a stealth component in our game. So moving slow is actually in your best interest. Um, you can you can basically hide in foliage, um, and also you can kind of like blend in with schools of fish and stuff. And that's that's kind of a way. It, you kind of hop from cover point to cover point um, mm-hmm. as part of the gameplay. So that slow kind of swimming uh, sensation is actually kind of uh, it, it kind of works. Um, so yeah, but, but it's been difficult to balance it and to make it all feel fun. And, and I think we probably still have some more work to do on it. Um, what about, uh, speaking of all that, that cover, this isn't another Twitter question, but I just thought about this. I remember in the stream, it showed, uh, the sharks have, I don't even know if you can call it like a radar system. It, at least it seemed like they did like, or at least one of them. Yeah. And like a thing in the, in the center of the screen kind of pinged. I wasn't sure. Maybe you could talk about that. Yeah, we, we just call it that pings. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's basically the way the shark senses things uh, at a long distance, like blood in the water, for example. 
um, or sounds. Like if a diver, like let's say a hunter fires a spear, um, that mm-hmm. that'd put a ping on the shark's HUD saying, you know, there's a noise over there. Go check it out. Very cool. Wow. Realistic too. Uh, the only other, um, speaking of mods, sorry, I'm jumping around. Sorry if I'm <laughs> going crazy here, but uh, speaking of mods and, and similar to that, we played for a little bit a uh, source mod called The Hidden. Uh, if you ever, that's, that's an amazing mod. Yes. And uh, yes. it's unfortunate because most of the servers are broken and like they'll they'll like crash a lot. But man, we absolutely love that. And that was actually the first thing I uh, thought of when I... Yeah, me too. I saw when death actually was with, with the hunting people down yeah. as the sharks. Yeah, was this one guy being the hidden against eight other guys? <clears throat> yeah, that that's wow. a really good mod. I mean, I'm. It kind of went off the radar. Like after a few releases, it just kind of disappeared off the planet of the earth. But you know, it's it's a really awesome mod. I love to see it come back. Yeah, we've. We've been we've been wanting the same thing because every time we go in now it's like four B it's like a build from O eight yeah think, they just Scott. stopped they just <laughs> like stopped all work on it so it's like there's none of these problems will <laughs> yeah, be ever remedied unless someone decides yeah to the map once in. one map crashes the server is pretty much done <laughs> you gotta find another one so mm-hmm. but anyway I just want to bring that up because that that mod is uh a lot of fun yeah I think one of the reasons I got so excited about this beyond the obvious shark component was like you said Dan that it brought me right back to the head mod I'm like wow. Like this has components of that, and like the the suspense of trying to hide, or also you know whether it's being the guy that's trying to find people, or in this case the shark, like that creates such a fun gameplay mechanic. And when you're playing with like eight other people, <laughs> it's just I can see like how how it would just makes so much sense. So yep, yeah, that's a, that's that's a really sweet yeah, that's a, a good point too. I mean, our our current mode is uh, kind of like. The teams are balanced, and then the hidden, it's mm-hmm. like asymmetrical. You know, one guy's the hidden versus, yeah, like, versus you know, versus everyone else. But we could definitely look into doing a mode where it was like one massive like shark. Like super shark. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> Jaws versus everyone oh, else. Oh, man. Be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, and uh, this is jumping back to the Twitter questions again, but the, uh, the Zechi asks, um, can we expect, uh, you know, patches and that that kind of stuff after launch or um do like a dlc system i guess is what he what he's asking um might <coughs> be early well, probably again. a little bit early to, to tell but um you know i mean I, I i'd say so yeah um when we get to that point that's something we'll be looking into cool well now we're if we weren't anticipating enough already now we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude you have, oh man, it's like I got just enough info so where it was like I really wanted the game, but I could live. And now Alex comes on here and tells me that there's things like sharks detecting blood in the water. And oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we need a. Yeah, we're, well, when our, the beta starts, are, Alex, or if there is going to be a beta, I will do anything you want me to to get a to get into that beta. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, our. Our background, uh, all of us make make YouTube videos and do live streaming and that kind of thing, and I can just see this game being pure gold. Huge for that. It's going to be glorious to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John John works for Twitch uh, TV, and I think you'll see a lot of death streams once it comes out. <laughs> right on. It's actually very <laughs> so. very good for from a developer standpoint to have a game that's so easily watchable. Yeah, man. Everyone wants to see the sharks yeah. and the humans. The poor human in the foliage. <laughs> I guy scared life. to death on his on his face cam <laughs> sitting there on his computer. Yeah, yeah. 
That's that's actually my favorite is is playing as the as the diver because you get that tension. Um, when you're a shark, it's like you're super powerful, so you don't you don't you don't get quite the same level of uh, fear as you do when you're a diver. Well, uh, uh, thanks to Alex for coming on and talking about depth. If if people who <coughs> read KB Mod weren't excited before, <laughs> they will be now. <laughs> awesome. You say, you say the word sharks though, and people are like, yes. I think there's a yeah. general consensus that it doesn't matter how old you are, sharks are still going to get you excited. <laughs> They're scary, man. They're scary. They are. All right, guys. Well, thanks for having me on the show. And uh, yeah, depth. <laughs> we now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. News time. And apparently, Brandon, getting on the stories wow. here. Look at you. I know Beatdown live. has been pushed back. Coming He's at been you live. killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're... As, as we're recording right now, they actually just posted this a few minutes ago, uh, that Dino Beatdown, which was supposed to release uh, this week, at the end of this week, uh, has been pushed back slightly to uh, Friday, May 4th. So that's a two-week delay. Uh, in their little blog post on their website, they sound pretty sincere about it, and they say, we are extremely sad with this, as it has been a long journey, and all we want to do is punch Raptors in the face with you. So... <laughs> Um, sounds like they're they're not all that happy about it, but um, you know it's only two. When weeks, it's a delay so. like that, it's obviously to polish something that needs polished. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll, ta- I'll take like a two-week delay. Yeah. Sad, love. We sadly have to miss our awesome release date of 4:20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Push the game back 14 days. But Gosh. um. But in the meantime, they did post uh, a trailer, which we uh, we put up on the site the other day. Um, so you can go check that out. It gives uh, some details that we didn't have before about uh, the classes and just gives you some more game footage and such. I'm going to go beat my own diner to that video in a minute. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, three classes. Uh, only one has a jetpack. But, well, one's got, like, a um, cloak, like Christ. Yeah, one has a cloak, yep. And the other one can heal people and himself and repair buildings and is the only one with two weapons Gross. to start. Gross, so. Gross. Octopus Inc. All right. Don't say anything else. <laughs> Holy shit! We're stuck on that. Apparently, I, dude. That. Oh god. I'm sorry. We're talking about that. <laughs> all we're gonna hear is when we play depth is you guys made me ink all over it, just over and. Over. Yeah, that's that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, we have a uh, maximum PC reporting that PC sales rose again despite Apple and everyone else chiming the death tolls they love to do mm. um pc sales rose a modest 2.3 percent but they still rose um which is supposed to not happen like everyone's you know it's all supposed to be tablets and all that kind of mobile gaming consoles yes um window in fact microsoft jumping on the whole bandwagon with windows 8 and it's metro ui and all that good stuff um, which is basically made for a tablet uh, i have tried it on pc it's yeah, <laughs> that's basically all I can really say about it. But um, yeah, it's PC shipments are up, so you know, as they've been chiming the death tolls for years, obviously, it's not dying. We're, we're not going. Well, and, and what do you think makes all of the apps and stuff that you enjoy on your phones and your tablets and all that? It's like no one's no one's coding and developing stuff on the quote-unquote post-PC devices, so... You mean people don't program on Apple phone, on iPhones? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, maybe some people do, but probably not efficiently. 
And next up, we have some... I, I don't even know how to feel right now about this next story here. Uh, some serious backlash okay, so, going on, too. So we get Dark Souls, right? We get it. Our petition works, and we get it released. It's coming out August 24th, as I believe we talked about last week. Then we get the horrible news from Namco Bandai that Games for Windows Live is going to be the interface we have to go through. So prepare to just lose connection while you're fighting I fighting in the hardest game. Live. Dude, it's probably the best. I mean, no, I didn't realize that like it would auto generate a gamer tag. So if you want to add me on on Games for Windows Live, my gamer tag is Rumpley Flipper four fifty one. So what a name, Rumpley. Auto generated Rumpley Flipper. Wow, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. So I, that's my name in Gotham City Imposters, <laughs> which runs it up. runs beautifully. Gotham City Imposters. It's a really oh my god. Dude, if you launch works. it outside of Steam, it runs. It, wor- it, it works better. Yeah. <laughs> really? I don't have to do that. But games so, for Windows Live, I'm just going to say, when when you go through Uplay to play Assassin's Creed, um, you just, you pray for games for Windows Live, so it could be worse. <laughs> wow, it's that Uplay. It, <laughs> Uplay. Thanks, Ubisoft. This little software <laughs> thing that does absolutely nothing for me. I, li- I really like that. <laughs> Thanks. So, then, after we get that horrible news... A petition goes up because, you know, the community was like, well, it worked once. Let's try it <laughs> Let's again. give it a go. So they did give it a go. And basically what the gist of this little article, and I'm probably going to post this tomorrow, um, is that uh, there was an interview with Namco Bandai. And this, this petition's already moving along quite nicely. 20K signatures did, already. Yeah, 20K signatures. So it's at a quarter of the people who wanted Dark Souls <laughs> are already like, screw this. Um, so Namco was like uh, there was European team gathered feedback from PC gamers to view a presenting of its findings to the development team and uh, just to keep you updated we've been feverishly gathering all your thoughts and comments and we'll be approaching the development teams with this ASAP and we'll move on from there don't worry your voices have not been forgotten and uh, I actually believe them because they made a game. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the reason they, or the original reason they give for using games for Windows Live is because that's the server they had for the 360 version. So they didn't want to uh, complicate it anymore, porting it over. So uh, that was their reasoning. It doesn't make it any better, but um, there was some inkling of logic behind it. Uh, but. They didn't really have much And they're time signed. I believe they're signed with games for Windows Live. Like, they, they're under contract. Kind of like, um, God, I'm blanking now. I forget which game it was. Uh, shoot. Some popular game that came out a few months ago. We actually reported this. Oh, Alan Wake. Alan Wake. Oh, yeah. It was the same situation with that. They had published through Microsoft, so they had used, uh, you know, gamer tags and games for Windows Live with Xbox, and they just said screw it on the PC version. So that was a great decision by them. So it can be done, but they weren't under contract anymore. So they were able to kind of do that. So we'll see if Namco can get it get it done for us. I actually think they're, they may be able to. Um, just even seeing that quote is better than nothing, obviously. Well, if you're going to take that first petition seriously, you would you should kind of take a second petition seriously that garners not not quite as much uh, public you know support. It's going to affect it's, sales. It's yeah. I mean, it's yeah. obvious that a lot of the people that wanted the PC version now you're seeing that they you know they're saying well all right I don't want it that badly 
<laughs> yeah. And if you if you can't listen to a petition created by big McLarge huge, then I don't yeah. know what's wrong with you. <laughs> that's, the, wow. that's the name of the guy that that's, started that's the petition. A, that's a mystery science theory <laughs> thousand reference, actually. <laughs> I'll just nerd out real quick there on you. Um so yeah, so hopefully they listen. I mean, I actually think there's a chance this happens. I think we just get a either a you know version you can get on. I'll play it just regardless. Several. Yeah, I'm gonna play it regardless. I said that last week. I'm gonna play it regardless. I've I've heard too many good things about the game too. I just wish they would go through battle log. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's like could hoo all the Dark Souls yeah. challenges. <laughs> it sounds exactly. so out of place. It's like medieval <laughs> hoo yeah. battle log. Kill the dragon hoo <laughs> <laughs> so next up we have now a few months ago we had rumors of the uh, the Valve box the yes the console, the console yeah um, that Valve might be putting together and it turns out it really was just rumors um, Valve is looking into hardware however and uh, Brandon you you posted this I'm guessing you read the whole thing because I did not get to see this whole blog post which is actually quite long yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so but, it's uh, it's a blog post that was put up by uh, Michael Abrash. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name, but um, he's he's not a name that I was really familiar with. But after reading the blog post and kind of looking into his his past, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, John Carmack loves this guy. Yeah, yeah, so this guy this guy is like he he knows Carmack. He knows you know he's been in video game development a long time, uh, working on like Doom and Quake, and so you know this guy. This guy is a name that maybe you don't know, but he's very influential, you know, into uh, the, the kind of games you're playing today. Um, so he works at Valve now, and he made a, a fairly lengthy blog post um, that that I thought was really good, um, just a, just a good read uh, for someone who enjoys PC gaming. Um, and he basically talks about how he's uh, how Valve kind of some things that maybe we already knew how basically Valve is the place that we all want to work and uh, we will never get that opportunity. <laughs> um, but he talks about that he's he's kind of working on this wearable computing idea and uh, and that Valve, you know, they don't they don't necessarily know what that means, um, but that's that's what he's working on it and so they're looking for I guess people to help them with that. And he, you know, it's kind of the blog post is a little bit of kind of a job, basically ends in a, and if you're interested in this kind of work, shoot me an email. And so it's it's kind of a recruiting thing, but really more about how um, Valve is basically, Valve is, is a company that values ideas, you know, and so they think this is an idea that could be worth pursuing, and they've got uh, obviously a pretty smart guy at the helm of it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're... It sounds like there, you know, he he did stress. There was another article I saw on this where he did stress that like, this is nowhere even near a physical item <laughs> or anything yet. But they, uh, one thing he references in here, and which I saw in the Ars Technica uh, article on this, is that they want to make something where, if you ever remember the Terminator movies. When it goes into Arnold's eyes and he's got a whole overlay of the world on there, like, you know, temperatures and all this, like, who targets are, that kind of thing. What he's talking about is kind of possibly doing that through, like, a direct neural connection or doing it through uh, 
a, a pair of glasses or through just contact lenses that, uh, you know, are a computer. That's what Valve wants to work towards. So Valve, yeah. Valve openly admits that it's starting Skynet, so it's official. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we need to build bunkers. We yeah. need lots of weapons because I'm not standing for this. We saw how it went. <laughs> we did poorly. It went very, very poorly. Yeah. So we don't need those metallic fluid people flying, floating around out there. Gabe Newell, I'm looking at you. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Bastard. This announcement, this announcement kind of coincides, at least the timing, with Google's Project Glass thing. So it's weird that we've had kind of that that happening, and then uh, you've got Valve, who I guess is kind of letting people know that they're doing research in that space too. So. Two very different companies, but both think that this is something that you know could be a big deal in uh, in five or ten years. Yeah. So, Valve is looking. This is. I mean, Valve is the best, pretty much anyway. But just these. You see why though. I mean, when these kind of people are working there with this kind of this kind of thinking, and this is the ideas they want to throw a little money towards. <laughs> I mean, they're actually doing R and D on this right now. It's not like. It's not just, you know, uh, an idea that he has on paper. I mean, they're actually putting some cash into this. So it would be interesting to see where that goes. I mean, if anyone can pull off something I mean, Tupac showed like up that. at Coachella. So yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, anything fucking funny. creepy. Please yeah, yeah can we take a, like, a poll right here? Creepy or cool? I'm saying creepy. Um, I was creeped out, and then I thought it was cool, but it's still kind of creepy. I still think it's amazing that that's a 3D generated image. I mean, it's ridiculous. It is a bit cray. It is crazy. Cray. I was looking at it real close. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think this is cool, dude. I want I want to be able to control my games with my brain. So I don't want things in my eyes. I don't even care if they, if they rename themselves. <laughs> I don't want things in my <laughs> eyes. Like that, I can't wear contacts because putting things in my eyes is just creepy. I don't like it. So no, no contact lenses, please, Val. <laughs> yeah, but the article's really good. Uh, it, it's just, I think, blogs.valvesoftware.com. Like, it's on their official site. Um, yeah. it's, it's a really good read, just talking about some gaming history and, and how Valve kind of works on the inside. Um, so it's an interesting post, even if you're not necessarily interested in wearable computing stuff. But John Carmack thinks highly of this guy, so oh. by definition, I do as well. Considering they they basically said in that blog post too that um, Valve based itself off of ID, like the structure that ID software had. Yeah, uh, they've made good games over the last eight years, and ID hasn't made any. Because <laughs> right. Yes, but it was only twenty people then, so it's well, like eight hundred people that take eight years on a game now. Can I, you're can looking I say at the royalties of the Quake engine. You can do whatever you want. Can I say yeah. something? true. Since I've been rendering the old podcast for YouTube, I was listening to, I think it's episode 13, where you and Brandon are both talking so highly about Rage at QuakeCon, and I it just thought it fantastic. was hilarious. It looked fantastic. Oh, you were all great. over it. A lot of people well, no, I know no, no. still I like was, Rage. And didn't no, I was anything. talking about the graphics. Which yeah, visually, looked it looked great. Oh, and then it turned out to be a huge disappointment for everyone. <laughs> So, oh, by the way, who has seen? Who runs the Stoner Carmack Twitter? Have you seen that? It's just a follower. <laughs> I was reading through some of them today. It's like the most just, complicated Stoner language. And he just nobody just takes a Carmack tweet and that's just that Stoner language to it. Yeah. Oh, I was dying. Anyway, <laughs> I gotta start following that. I don't think I have yet. That's a side note. 
He always tweets at Carmack. That's the best thing. I, I wonder what John Carmack thinks. He's like probably annoyed. I don't know. He, he does a mathematical breakdown of his head on whether it's beneficial to respond to the tweet, and then he doesn't do it because it's not. It's probably I true. Fr- I had a friend named Kelly who worked at id, and she said that he would literally break it down in his head whether or not the conversation you were about to have with him was worth his time. Everything, it doesn't surprise me. Everything's about the math. That only makes me respect him more. <laughs> yeah, it would make you. Brandon of all people. <laughs> you cold-calculated bastard. Brandon. <laughs> So next we have Brandon getting a boner. I mean, Tribe's launch <laughs> happened this week. Um, and uh, I got to say, I, I have played some Tribes now and uh, really, truly enjoy the domination mode that they put in. It's quite fun. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they finally went to full release version 1.0. And, uh, I mean... As we've talked about before, with a free-to-play game, that's kind of it's just another big patch uh, that, that signals that the developer is kind of ready for the game to to really be released to the public. Um, so it was just again kind of a big patch. They released uh, a classic map called Rain Dance, which anyone who's played Tribes should be familiar with because it's been in I think every Tribes game ever made. Um, really, really interesting map. Pretty big map. Should be good for competition. Uh, and then, like Dan said, there's a new game type called Capture and Hold, which is kind of Tribe's version of Domination, um, which I think is really fun. I think they they may need a few tweaks because right now you just capture points instantly, and then like you have ticks yeah, to gain insane. points. Yeah, so it's a little bit uh, it can get a little bit spammy on some maps with basically people rushing in to grab points and then just dying. Um, but probably the biggest news uh, is that they added, they finally added a server browser for dedicated servers. Um, they're still apparently a few weeks out from actually having people able to rent servers. Um, but we do have a server browser, and they have some official servers up uh, with some various server flags on. Um, so they have some some crazy servers up with like, you know, strikes costing one credit or you know some ridiculous stuff. Um, and, I mean, that's really the, the biggest kind of uh, milestone, I think, that the game is waiting on is uh, custom custom servers. Uh, but other than that, it's, it's I mean, I think the game at this point actually is pretty polished, uh, aside from, you know, some, some bugs here and there with some of the new things they've added. Uh, it's really polished. As I've, uh, as I've said, well, maybe I haven't said it outright, but, I mean, if you're not playing Tribes, if you haven't tried it, you you should. There's absolutely no reason not to try it. Same with Blacklight, like we've talked about. These free-to-play games, just there's no reason to, not to try them because it's uh, it's an amazing experience, and you don't have to spend any money on it. Yep. Things are going good that way with the free-to-plays. And uh, we gave away a bunch of these uh, soldier utility packs as well. Yeah, all those I... went in, like, a couple in, un- I think, under two hours. Uh, yeah. So... That was good. Hopefully, we'll have maybe some more tribes giveaways uh, if you know if they have more of those promo keys to spare. So keep on the lookout on the site. But hope you guys enjoy your free little in-game item. Yes, and uh, yeah, we'll have a uh, have Todd Harris on next week. So that is the plan. Talk about some high-res stuff. Talk about tribes, and of course, Smite. Talk about that game as well. The game he's developing, Blacklight Retribution. 
Yes. Yeah, obviously Blacklight, as well as uh, <laughs> several other Perfect World Entertainment titles. Um, <laughs> so, okay, I don't know if anyone watched this today, but if it was all over the place. So this is the last thing I have on here. And this is Bethesda's new game. Um, Dishonored. Sorry, that was <laughs> unnecessary. I think it's made by the same team as Skyrim, roughly. I'm not totally sure on that, though. But if you haven't seen this trailer, good I, God. I saw it today, and I... My lord. My liege. <laughs> I, so... Go ahead, sorry. I actually knew nothing on this game. It's going to be out for PC and obviously the consoles. Um, we we just need to hope that, you know, it gets Skyrim-like PC support. But basically the best way to describe this game for me is actually in the comments of the trailer here. Um, is Steampunk Assassin's Creed in first-person view. So sick. Okay. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. And the graphics, my goodness, the graphics. They look so good. Uh, basically, you're a guy who was a trained protector of an empress. Um, and you got framed for her murder. And then a mysterious figure breaks you out of jail and you have special powers. Uh, so you're like, a, but the whole world is like steampunk. But it's, I believe it's kind of the 1800s. Um, you know, so it's all steampunk. There's, you know, machines, but, um, it's that whole aesthetic, but man, it looks amazing. You have, uh, at least the skills they showcase in this, what looks like a very early trailer though, um, are like, he can kind of stop time momentarily, um, has, uh, you know, super speed and super strength, all that good stuff. But can he go back in time before Nick Fenton was born and stop his mother from being impregnated or no? Wow. <laughs> Sorry. John, that's original. <laughs> Sorry. I have like 1800 things going on. The only input to this is it's fucking Bethesda. So it will be good. <laughs> it's just nice. Well, that's not Skyrim or fallout. Something yeah, different. It's totally a new. new franchise. Yeah. I think it's good that someone's trying to do, yeah. I don't know why someone didn't try to do Assassin's Creed in another way before now there, play. there was literally um, there's a post on reddit uh, I think it's still let me see if I can find it but it was literally it was posted four months ago and it requested oh if I can find it uh, maybe it I can't like a reliable source no but no but it's like references an earlier post and they were like yeah <laughs> posted four months ago and this is what it was they said take the size and detail of Skyrim set it all in one epic city like Assassin's Creed use the steampunk theme then innovate by having fully rendered building interiors and massively populating the city <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> what this game is and then they just changed it and it says Dishonored and they're like oh my god they did it so <laughs> it's just funny here oh and here's yeah. another thing I'm looking at the site right now the official site so to give this game even some more cred um it's giving you the kind of uh human revolution or the new hitman game thing where you can just go in guns blazing or you can play the game fully self um sounds great that's what's awesome awesome about deus ex like you can literally play through the game like five different times and never do the same thing twice and and the city and the world this is like this is huge for me this is like the ultimate thing right here. This is pretty much I'll put my sixty dollars down. 
Enter an original world envisioned by Half-Life 2 art director Victor Antonov. <laughs> Boom, done, I'm in. <laughs> Take my money. That's all you need to say. Half-Life 2. It kind of have that feel. That little kind of City 17 kind of... Yeah, they City should. on lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like there's like a plague that was planted by the government to keep people down and that kind of thing. So... Um, I don't see a release date here. Maybe I'm blind. Um, Take your time. Yeah, it doesn't look like I'm seeing a release date. John, John is a little robot-y, but he'll be okay. You can pre-order it, though, already. Why the <laughs> fuck would be I be robot-y? You, you're not know, anymore. We're, yeah, you're fine now. It's probably because I'm using a fucking Verizon 4G modem because the Wi-Fi is not working in the office, and I had to go into a conference room. <laughs> but yes, we also introduced a new feature this week. Well, wow. um, well, it's new. We, we revamped. Kind of, it. Yeah, it's revamped, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yes, but I like it more. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. Um, basically, we introduced the YouTube's of the day, but it's going to be the YouTube's of the week now, and we did get it out a day late this week compared to what we wanted to do. Um, but. Regardless, here's what's going to happen for people who want to submit to the YouTubes of the week. Uh, on Sunday, somewhere mid-afternoon Eastern Time, probably about 3 p.m. Eastern Time, but I'm not going to put you know an exact minute. We'll tweet out for submissions, and we'll probably do it a few times during the day. And you want to hashtag it KBMODYT, KBMODYouTubes. And even if you tweet it actually at one of us, or something, then we can at least search it uh, by the hashtag. And we're going to compile four to five of, of your submissions. They don't have to be your videos. They can be like my example from when we were thinking this out was that uh, the Threadies B3, BF3 montage. Um, if we had been doing it when that had come out that week, that would have been on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Um, so we won't necessarily be using user submissions every time. If if, for instance, we got, there were like five huge PC gaming videos like that in one week, which probably won't happen ever, but uh, then we would use those instead. But yeah, so it'll kind of be a highlight of the week in PC gaming or the week in Scott getting shot by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> right also yeah. Say what? <laughs> say what one more time. Say what? So. <laughs> So that'll be every week, so you can look forward to Mondays, you'll have your PC gaming YouTubes, Wednesday you'll have your podcast, and Friday you'll have your bro cave, if Bob gets off his lazy ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> three days a week, you can expect a good feature. So yeah. And as a reminder, tweet at KBModGaming, tweet with a hashtag, that's the only way that we're, that you're guaranteed that we'll see it. If you tweet at one of us with a hashtag, maybe we'll see it. If you don't use the hashtag and tweet, maybe we'll see it. If you do both of them, that means that we'll like you and we'll look at the video for sure. Follow protocol. <laughs> yeah, and don't, don't come whining because you didn't get your, even if it was the most epic video ever and you didn't follow simple instructions. We don't will feature every 360 no-scope montage in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. So that's right. That's actually true. They need that, to be, yeah, that will be featured. It'll actually go in our in the KB Mod uh, box on YouTube. <laughs> you have a channel dedicated to that. Good. Preferably only only content no scopes from the new DLC, please as well. 
Gnostic. Gnostic only. Yeah. So, next up we have the Twitter. I don't know if Alex is coming back or not. Well, this could get awkward fine. if he joins when we are balls <laughs> deep in these questions. Literally balls deep. Literally. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. That is okay. I'm actually asked the second question here because I think it'll get some discussion going. We've talked about this a little bit, but Jared Garrison makes fun of this almost every day on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the Kickstarter trend, and have you backed any games yourself? And I'll start off here. I think that's from XFX40, by the way. Yeah, that's from XFX40. Your cards overheat a lot. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that the Kickstarter's a good thing. Um, overall, Kickstarter's a good thing. But as I, t- I talked to Jared at PAX, and, and I mean, basically, I've said to you, this to you guys before too. The minute one of these Kickstarter, these high-profile Kickstarters, because as we talked about, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, we talked about how there's been Kickstarters that haven't been huge. Orion down a beatdown. You know, that wasn't highly publicized. They made, like, 14 grand, I think, mm. towards the game or something like that off off of Kickstarter. So, I mean, it's been around. It's But lately, especially with, obviously, Tim Schafer and, and Double Fine getting 4 million or whatever it was, and now Wasteland 2 is up to 3 million. Jeez. So they, uh, they will be teaming up for that Dream Team then. I believe they hit their, uh, hit their mark there. But I think the first time one of these high-profile ones, not necessarily like Down to Be Down, but one of these big ones, if it's shitty, it's over. Yeah, people, That's people it. Will complain. No more Kickstarter. They'll be like, this is dumb. I put money into this, and it sucks. Why would you do this to me? And I mean, that is, you are taking a massive risk when you take the people's yeah, money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in your, the terms of service of Kickstarter. It's like we don't we don't promise anything. So yeah, but you're just but someone you, st- someone's still gonna complain. You're so much more accountable to public opinion in a way. You know what I mean? When you, I, it's just like like with their scrutiny when develop publishers and developers obviously f- get funded by a by a company, but then <laughs> you have when you're supported three million dollars worth of people's donations and the game comes out and it's not that great. I, can't, I don't even want to think about the backlash because I think there will be a yeah. huge amount, like you said, it's, Dan. And it's going to happen. It's going eventually at some point. People aren't going to be happy. You know, all, well, not all yeah, these games are going to be great. Go ahead, Brands. But that's kind of the. I mean, I think that's kind of the cool thing about Kickstarter is that you you can you can decide if it's worth backing. So when you read through everything, yeah. I mean, you're kind of taking a leap of faith, and and the developer is is you know hoping to kind of meet your. Um, meet your desires, but you're you're saying that based on what you showed me in this project, I think that sounds like something I want to you know I want to back and be a part of. But um, I actually it's funny that that we're talking about this because uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners frequent Reddit, and there's a Reddit post I, I think it was today uh, or maybe yesterday um, about like a little there's some like RPG Kickstarter or something, and it looks really shady. And, uh, like, it's using off-the-shelf tools and, you know, the guy's saying doesn't release until 2013 and stuff. Just, like, a lot of red flags for, like, what, you know, that that seems like maybe even a scam. Um, and they've raised, like, $20,000 on Kickstarter. But, like, you don't have to donate to that. If, if it doesn't look like something yeah, you, wanna, you want, then you don't have to give your money. And, and so little scam projects like that. I'm not saying that is a scam. I, I, I mean, I don't know that project. I, obviously, I'm not backing it. But 
Um, like, if you don't think that, that that project is worthwhile, then don't give your money. But, you know, when you're, like, when you're backing a Kickstarter project like this, um, you're kind of taking a leap of faith with your money. You're, and, and so I think you're right that the developers have a lot of pressure. Um, but I think people also need to realize that, you know, they're not guaranteed anything, right? They're guaranteed to get what it says they're going to get, which is Again. a finished, complete game. But, you know, there's no guarantees that it's going to be this amazing, unbelievable thing just because it raised three or four million dollars. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously they, they're going to feel more pressure unless they're total scumbags, but that hasn't, you know, to make a good game. I mean, I would anyway if I knew that my fans were funding the game, you know what I mean? Um, even more than they normally are. It's not even making a profit. Our, my fans are paying for my office supplies. They're paying for my, you know, employees' time. So, I don't know, I'd feel the pressure to make it good, but I really, really, truly believe that if one of these games sucks real bad, that whole phenomenon is over. Um, and I almost supported, to answer the second part of the question, I almost thought about putting money in on Wasteland 2 because it looks that cool to me. Um, and I know that Hex, uh, Hexadecimal John, who writes for the site, he has backed a few of these. I actually. put 18 into Wasteland. I put money so. into the Shadowrun remake. Thing. You wow. would. Shut up. It's not going to be like the shooter one. You love so Shadowrun. Get off me. <laughs> I think the scariest thing, and like I wouldn't even put it out of mind for somebody like EA, is like if a big publisher was adopted it. It's like, hey, we made a really shitty Mass Effect 3 ending. Show us some money and we might re redo the ending for you. Like that, that would be scary for me. Well, I think there would be like huge backlash if a, if a publisher yeah. did that. But I wouldn't put it out of mind for EA, because EA. Well, if it was EA, they would make their own Kickstarter-like thing. <laughs> and yeah. fund it themselves. Just taunt us. <laughs> like, oh, here's a Kickstarter, only sponsored EA. by EA. Look at all these shitty games we're going to sponsor. Look at that. Mm. All right, so the next question uh, we, we're going to take from uh, Tribes Prodigy, Reddish Blue. Uh, he Bias. says, would you rather be stuck on an island by yourself for the rest of your life or stuck in a small room with the one other person of your choosing for the rest of your life? And if it's the second option, you have to say who who that person would be. Me and Scott second Fisher. Option, the second option with Brandon and this tight, sweet little ass. I'd stay with Scott. I like Ben. I, um, I would definitely choose the second. But um, if, you, if you don't say me, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> I set you up for this. You didn't even let me get. You can give me a chance. I set you up. I set you up. God, all say right. it. Say it. I so definitely, I definitely take a room with Nick Fenton so I could kill him. <laughs> I feel like that should be the, that. Should you can't kill the person. We should add that. Oh my lord. Um. All right. Yeah. No. I would want to definitely be in in a room with someone. I, don't, I couldn't be by myself for the rest of my life. Are you going to uh, say it, or are you not going to say it? Uh, I don't know who that person would be at this are point. Are you going to say it, or are you not going to say it? I think it's too early to, to say, but... You know what? This relationship's over. We're not working out. So. <laughs> You're coming to California, so I don't really care. No, it's not working out. Trip's not canceled, so... Trip's canceled. Nope. It's over. Nope. I think uh, when I first looked at this question, I was thinking that I would rather probably be on the island just because being in a small room for the rest of your life sounds like it would suck. But then I thought about 
being by myself for the rest of my life, and I think that would make you equally or more crazy. Yeah. So I think I would. I think I would have to take option two, being stuck in a, in a room with someone. If you're um, gonna go crazy, do it with someone else. Yeah. Just but the question is, who would I want to be stuck with? That's a hard one to answer. That is tough. The, the politically correct answer would be my girlfriend, but that that's. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! no, no. <laughs> Oh no! Hopefully she. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, so I have to. I have to cover my bases. Mm. Um, Dan. Oh, Dan's okay. Dan, Rest Dan. in peace, Dan. We lost him again. <laughs> Dan would be in a room with H Man. Yeah. Alright, so that wouldn't be very Dan fun. here. We'll just... Dan's here. Oh, there he is. I was like half here. I was uh. Finishing up with our guest there, trying to get a little more info. <laughs> so, Dan, would you be on the island or in the room with someone? Well, when I heard someone say that it'd be better to go crazy with someone else, I was gonna go with the island option. Mm-hmm. I was pretty sold on that when I first saw the question, but now that I think about it, it'd probably be better just to be have someone to talk to. Oh yeah, yeah. Rest of your life and <laughs> sleep with. <laughs> Regardless of gender. <laughs> so that was kind of where I went with it. So I, I would definitely be with somebody else. Stuck in a room would kind of suck, but I'm assuming you have food and you're going to live and all that. And video games. So. But I guess I'll go with this next question here. Don't sound too excited. Well, I guess. Yeah, dude. If I have to. This one's from Foxy Grandpa, there we which go. got me all excited again. Because yeah. nothing's better than a Foxy Grandpa, let me tell you. God. Uh, <laughs> and he says, what are your future plans for your PC build? And I, I kind of, that was kind of general, so I could, I put kind of, what do you think you'll do within the next year? Mainly I picked this question because I have an answer to it. I don't know if anyone else does. Because I've been talking about... uh upgrading either Sandy Bridge, and I've been waffling back and forth between Sandy Bridge or getting an Ivy Bridge chip. But I actually think, because the Ivy Bridge chips aren't that big of a deal, really, in the grand scheme, as far as gaming, it's not that that, that much better. I'm going to wait till uh, Haswell, not Caswell Ice Cream Chuck, Haswell <laughs> comes out uh, in spring next year, in 2013. I'm going to wait till then. I'm going to hold off, because that's the next uh, the next jump in performance will be that so it's kind of like going from i believe it was westmere to sandy bridge it's a pretty big leap so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for haswell and uh that's what i'm gonna do anyone else planning any purchases soon no i'm buying Um, i'm acquiring two 680s acquiring huh god damn I, I, I need to upgrade earlier. my video card. That'll probably be the next thing. You I need to upgrade I mean, your CPU <laughs> cooler. <laughs> well, we know well, that's, that's not, not happening happen. ever. So, what do you have, Scott? I forget. He has the stock video? Intel because he can't install two two hundred. No, no. The, uh, All right. Actually, yeah, I still he do. does have the Hyper Two Twelve on. There. I do have it now. Yeah, I didn't before. Uh, with Elmer's glue. With Elmer's though? barely holding it on, I probably can't move the PC too much. To be fair, I don't want it to fall <laughs> off and mess with components. But um, no, I have a GTX 470 in this thing. 
470. Well, well you're better than Jesus was, at least. Yeah, no, and it runs. The, the thing is still a good card. Yeah, it's not bad. I haven't had any issues running anything. The one thing that helps me is that I'm not running a monitor that's full 1080p, so <laughs> that's wow. part of the reason it works fine. Um, but at some point when I upgrade my monitors, I'm going to need to, yeah, definitely bump video cards. So <laughs> I'll have John maybe get me one of those, too. That'd be nice, you know. Actually, I heard Bob, Bob came across a... Uh, competing company that's just not logical for us. Okay. To Scott, so we got to go. No. <laughs> to, get, to give you hardware for your personal <laughs> yeah. computer. Yeah. It's just not logical. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually just uh, just purchased an EVGA 680 that should be here uh, okay, in a couple days. Just so I believe I believe another member of the staff did as well, so... Yeah, yeah, and uh, so if you, if you need a 6950 <laughs> Toxic Edition, you can email Volition at kbmod.com. Thanks. <laughs> what are you selling that for? Um, I don't know. But ho- hopefully, like 200 something, because they don't. I, I actually consider looked, buying it for my second PC because one of my old 6970s is dead. Yeah, well, let me know because uh, I actually looked on Newegg. I didn't realize that they basically stopped production entirely on the 6000 line. Like, you cannot buy a 6950. Yeah. Well, speaking along this line of questioning, got a question here from Red Baron Gaming. Will there be a mission in depth where you have to install a 212 underwater <laughs> so Scott can fail at it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. It. It'll be for some important piece of gear, and Scott will never be able <laughs> to like, get Scott, it. You need to do it. You're gonna Scott will kill the shark before he installs it. That's, that's how long it will take. You race the shark to installing the two on <laughs> the shark, shark installs it before Scott <laughs> with no hands at all. It's just like biting <laughs> on the metal. It's like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh well, <laughs> poor guy. So, poor guy. Ooh, I see someone's putting. A, ooh, that's a good question, actually, Brandon. Go ahead. Yeah. So we got uh, we got Joe Bean five. You're asking, what is everyone's favorite procrastination website? And the obvious answer here is kbmod.com, but we'll say, yeah. we'll say what is everyone's second favorite procrastination website? Man. FreeTetris.org. Just play Tetris for, like, hours. You ever see, speaking of old school games like that, you ever see the, um, the fucking, like, Mega Pong thing, or Mega Brick Breaker? Uh, site? Uh, I, think, I think I might have. Do you know what Brick Breaker is? Yeah, I know is, what Brick Breaker is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not actually twelve. Jeez. No, I meant like everybody, because it might be called something else. I'm. I'm trying to see uh, if I can find it here, but there's there's a mega brick breaker that's like your entire monitor of bricks, and like you, you keep hitting the ball. It, it would take like I don't know twelve hours to beat it. Just gotta break all the bricks, but there's that one. But uh, I actually waste most of my time on. Uh, Probably on YouTube. I, I just can't get into Reddit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You're not cool enough. I know. I guess I'm not cool enough. <laughs> so I would say probably YouTube and Twitter. But Reddit. Reddit and Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is probably mine. And like by extension, Reddit, Actually, because I follow I the, the Reddit Twitter account. I use TweetDeck version... 0.38.2, so yeah, I don't go on the website the for that. Land. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that is the home. That's what I'm on. Yeah. We had to get Dan squared away. I don't know what the hell he was using before, but... He was using some 
some seismic. Oh God. I like seismic. Well, you like it on your I phone. I use it on my phone right? still. Not the client. The desktop one is so bad. What is it? Does it not update or what does it do? No, what happens is no, everything functions perfectly, okay? But think Think of it this way. You know when in uh, TweetDeck you hit, like, other actions and, you, and then you yeah. go to Tweet? And it's like Repile, Reference to, all that shit. Yeah. Well, on this, to get to that, you mouse over the little gear thing and they pop out, but it glitches all the time, so you can never hit the menu. <laughs> like, it disappears instantly once it appears. So, like, you can never actually... Yeah, so it just plays with you, basically. You can't actually click on it. Hmm. So, it's... uh. It's pretty funny, but <laughs> yeah, those are my sites. I have a question here from Hanson Eight, and uh, with May fifteenth, Twitter, Twitter, Ooh, you a Twitter time waster? See, that's my big one, actually, even more than YouTube. I click on links on Twitter all the time. Yeah, it's bad too. I just I go to like people's profiles and look through the images that they post. I'm like a twelve year old girl on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But this one's from Hanson8. With May 15th fast approaching, will Diablo 3 cost you everything? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is most definitely yes. Oh, you know it. With the way Torchlight is going for me, probably. It's costing everything. (laughs) Yeah, I've played 12 hours of Torchlight, actually, because I used to play it at work. It runs on literally anything. Yeah, dude. John can tell you about my laptop and the condition it was in. And it was still... It was still running uh, Torchlight just fine. I love that it has a netbook mode. I hope that's in two. Wow. I think it will be. Because that, that yeah. mode is awesome. Yeah, you can literally run it. On like a rock. Like a literal rock from like... They need to make a mobile version. They do need they to make, make a mobile. They can make a run on a cell phone, no doubt. I think they could too. The only problem would be running out of memory because the levels are randomly generated. So... Oh, you can it. play Minecraft on a phone, and that's randomly generated. Oh, that's true. The levels in Tiny uh, Wings are randomly generated. Shut Your up. Your mom's <laughs> randomly generated. Tiny Wings. <laughs> tiny Wings. <laughs> but, no, Torch... Well, uh, I didn't write any of this down on the site or anything, but Torchlight 2 is coming out probably in June. Uh, they said they're shooting for just after Diablo 3. Worst idea. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, no, they were originally planning on May, and now they're pushing it back a month. Uh, June is better than May, but that still doesn't sound... But um, it's going to have multiplayer um, and all that this time around. So it'll be a good game, no doubt, but I'm sorry. There's... (laughs) The king is back, so... I I don't know what they were thinking with that, but... The first one is a very good game, and... The only advantage it's going to have is that you won't have to be on the internet to play Torchlight 2, so... Um, for people who travel, Torchlight 2 is probably a good option, but, um, yeah. I hope they make some money. I like Runic games. I believe it's Runic. Um, but, yeah, so that's coming out. I think they will. They, I mean, they've already they've kind of established a following with the first one. Yeah, they really have, actually. And it has some features that aren't, like, you have your pets and stuff in oh, Torchlight. Oh, yeah, sending the pet back to town. Oh, it's so nice, like a luxury. isn't it? Yep. So there's that, and there's like a whole bunch of alchemy and stuff you can do, which is really cool. Like, you can tell Diablo 3 stole some shit from Torchlight. Like, definitely. Yeah, Torchlight but, was much more innovative than it got credit for. Yep, yeah, I mean, I think the game should have been 
kind of bigger than it was. I mean, it's so had a couple of years. The I lack think. of a multiplayer component was a big turnoff to a lot of people, I think, because it eliminated like the auction and a lot of yeah. elements to to loot to loot games like that that Diablo really thrives on. I mean, half of Diablo is the economy. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Oh god, dude, on there just saving up my Stone of Jordans to trade them for a bear if armor. <laughs> I just I could go on and on my nerding out of Diablo items, but uh, I know uh, the the Uber Clips, the Uber Elite who uh plays Modern Warfare 3 with Orb now and then and also plays in Pro Mod. I uh, love that man's hand. He uh <laughs> He started playing a Diablo 2 again, and he's been linking screenshots of stuff, and I'm like, oh, man. And, like, part of me is like, I really want to play that right now, <laughs> even though I know 3's right around the corner. But, uh, yeah, so that's coming. Um, this next question is from Hawkster. <laughs> How much WoW gold will it cost me to get Nick Fenton as a WoW non-combat pet that I could <laughs> use to fight other pets in the Pokemon Arena in, Pandor- hey. in Pandaria? I wow gold. I'm microtransaction. All right, deal with. Oh, you're going to be real money only. Wow, that's. I don't know about that. You saying I'm trashy? I'm not saying you're trash, Nick. But you're saying I'm trashy in game gold. Are you serious? That's. Listen, you're Chinese farm. Yeah, Chinese farm gold. I was about to say that too. Wow, that's even worse than John telling me to kill myself. (laughs) I assume they would implement. Fentanyl's a mount, not a non-combat. Pet. A mount. <laughs> oh, God. I would prefer they implement him as a raid boss, so I can kill him once a week. God. <laughs> Actually, John, would you want him in a five-man so you can kill him five times in an hour if necessary? That'd be nice. Yeah. Maybe they could just clone Nick Fenton and turn him into like the little mobs outside in Duratar, and I could just go hit them and kill them. <laughs> one shot them just all day. But he's just, just an automated normal. world creature now. Wow, you're just <laughs> I have no he's like a boar. They just kill for experience. Level <laughs> one is cool. Sorry, don't worry about it. Oh, we have an update on Nexus matchmaking. It's still, still not shit. working. <laughs> it's uh no, it's still not working and in fact people are trolling the matchmaking now. They weren't so before. No, see, someone in my Nexus lobby keeps joining and leaving as a troll. We've had a full lobby for five minutes, and it's oh still in the lobby. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> oh, sometimes your joke video becomes truth. Awesome. It's got a long way. Tell you. It's got a long way to go, but I'd like to play it, though. I yeah, I want to play it. I like games. I like to play the games. Rather than, One rather of the reasons than, I buy them is usually so I could play them. <laughs> it's I mean, there's other girl. games that I own that I don't play. Like, I have World of Warcraft. I, I, I own that game to sit in a city. Yes. My favorite things to Plenty do. of that. Time that you could be spending killing me. Mm. Well, you're not implemented into the game yet. They're going to patch you in and uh, patch 4.2.0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually the whole 16, 17 gigs of Pandaria. So. <laughs> just your face on every yeah, character. It's just, it's, just, it's just JPEGs. It's not even actual. <laughs> it's not like, a turtle. It's not game the pandas aren't on a turtle's back. They're on Nick Fenton's back. <laughs> oh, I'd be honored. Uh, and there's like 16 gigs of strawberry daiquiris to download. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, 
Virgin uh, strawberry daiquiri, sir. This, this next question comes from Fuzzy Tomato and is not in the documents. No bother looking. My friend thinks Call of Duty on the console takes way more skill Your than Counter-Strike. What do I do? Stop being his friend. Yeah, that's a good one. Being associated with somebody that's that incompetent is probably going to have a negative effect on your life at some point. So you could either (laughs) stop being his friend or you could murder him. Those are probably the only two options that are logical. Not that we're condoning that. No, we're not condoning murder, but it's probably a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) I would Nighthawk your friend. No. He doesn't even get that. He doesn't you even might get, get that. pleasure out of it, so it doesn't make oh, any sense. Oh, that's true. Uh, Damn. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Whoa. <laughs> just like, that was creepy. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of Nighthawking bros. <laughs> got like chills. Just got the chills from thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, oh. well. <laughs> I don't know about you bros, but... I think we're coming to an end here, and I just want to play depth. I yes. Just, uh, yes. Dinosaurs. Gimme, gimme. What? Sharks. Dinosaurs, <laughs> sharks, jetpacks. This is going to be the best time for, like, indie games. You have depth with sharks, and then you have games with dino- jetpacks and, and dinosaurs. It's just, uh... What about dinosaur sharks? That would be fucking <laughs> sweet, dude, if you could like, play dinosaurs. Like, fucking, like, Leopluridons up in your face? <laughs> I don't know what I'm more excited about, like like a Left 4 Dead style as a dinosaur or as a shark. I think probably sharks. Yeah. Yeah, I think sharks I think it's just, too, they're just going to play differently. There's, I mean, like you were talking about the innovation with the underwater thing and making that play well is going to be, like, huge. But, like, all the things you were saying, dude, you can rip someone's limb yes, off. Yes, there's this member system. And throw them around like a dog toy. Ink bomb. Like, yeah. Ink bomb. <laughs> fucking yes, o- Brandon bomb. type. You had me at octopus ink. <laughs> you had me at octopus ink. Oh, <laughs> so yes, that is the end, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, next week we have another guest, Damn. Uh, Todd Harris, CEO of High Res. COO. COO. Okay. <laughs> He's coming on, so. Um, He'll talk to us about Smite and Tribes Ascend and all that good stuff. So we'll see you next week, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Later. See ya.